Hey, and welcome to Division II's SACS Champion for Life podcast. My name is Austin Mondello, and I'm currently a junior swimmer at Colorado Mesa University, majoring in exercise science, and I'm also a member of D Division II's Student Athlete Advisory Committee. Today, I'm pleased to be talking to a former teammate of mine, Justin Fell. Justin is currently in a gap year working in assisted living, and he's planning on doing a postgraduate program within the next year. Justin, thank you for taking some time out of your day and, and talking to us today. No problem. So yeah, let's, do this for you. <laughs> let's go right into the first question and stuff. Um, can you give us a little bit of background where you are professionally right now and, and kind of, um, you know, what, what happened right after graduating? Um, I mean, I think it should be more of a question like what happened after I was done swimming, you know? Um, a lot of time, a lot of time opens up. You're in a point now where you're like, man, you know, two to three hours of my day isn't going to be taken up by something that like I'm at school to do, you know? So, um, it was, it was like, it was a good transition. And I mean, it made it, it made it like pretty easy to find a job, you know, cause being a college athlete, you are a pretty valuable applicant. So like there really wasn't a problem finding a job, but yeah, for the meantime, like I just tried to find something that was kind of catered towards what I wanted to do. So that's why I'm doing like um, assisted living because it's pretty good. Like it's like you get paid for it, but it's like really good experience because the majority of people that you deal with at a hospital, you know, are like kind of elderly and stuff like that. So it was a good transition for what I wanted to do. And like, I think it's just going to help me for like applying to it would help me a lot applying to grad school. So just figuring it out. Like you have to realize like it's your life. So you just got to take it like one day at a time. So yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. Colorado Mesa. I know, you know, me and you have both worked in, you know, exercise science lab a little bit and stuff and also worked with some really cool professors and stuff. Did you have any mentors that you kind of went to or, or some people that helped you guide through whether or not they were at Colorado Mesa? I think my experience was definitely more like individualistic. So, you know, because in my head, I guess just, that's just how I was raised. Like, you just have to kind of figure out things for yourself. But if I can kind of, like, basically give shout-outs to anyone, it'd probably be, like, you know, head coaches, assistant coaches, certain teammates. Um, Mentor-wise, I'd say, I don't know, maybe, like, a cool chemistry professor here and there, you know, so – just someone that you can kind of go into and not get more freaked out about a class. So it always felt more comforting having a professor like that. So like one of the, one of my old chemistry professors, definitely, because it's a hard subject and it's, you know, it's, it requires attention to details. So it's nice having someone to kind of go in and talk to and realize and have them tell you like, yeah, it is hard and you just have to take time and I'll help you, you know? So, but that's, what's always good about having professors like that. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I think our chemistry department's awesome. I've, I've loved the professors and the classes that I've taken there and stuff. And, you know, it's some hard classes, but in reality, if, if you're working hard in some of those classes and, and putting in some time, those, those guys can give back really well. And so I'm, I'm glad you, you said that. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So take me through some, maybe a pro and con list of, um, taking a little bit of time before going to your postgraduate school. I know, you know, it's, it's really hard just going straight into school. And so yeah. maybe, maybe some pros and cons of that. Um, I mean, 
it kind of just depends on what you major in in college and what you want to do, you know, with what I want to do medicine, there's a certain like application cycle. I mean, there's an application cycle for anything because like nowadays, I think, especially if you're an athlete, like if you can go and get your master's somewhere, I definitely recommend it depending on what you're doing. You know, if you can find a great job coming out of your bachelor's then great, but I think it definitely be wise for most people to kind of get their master's, but um, yeah, I guess there's a lot of time to think there's a lot of time to kind of evaluate the next five to 10 years of your life, basically. I mean, for what I want to do, it's like going to be like five to 10 years, basically. So um, it's a lot more schooling. So it definitely gave me a lot of time to think about like the amount of work that's going to go in that like, it's going to get harder year, like by, by year, you know? So, um, and I guess like, kind of more of a con like having that time to think does kind of rationalize your mind a little bit and kind of makes you think like maybe there's a career path that could be kind of quicker to go like go down so yeah like once again just having that time to think like it just kind of like having too much time on your hands can kind of be like it can be good and it can be bad you know because you can get kind of bored and being like an athlete you know you're used to doing a lot throughout your day so I think like most people, most athletes, most athletes kind of go into things pretty quick because they're just used to like a faster paced lifestyle. So, but there's nothing wrong with taking a little bit more time. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Re- remind me which um, postgraduate you're, you're thinking of going to, uh, which program? Um, I wanna do, it's like an accelerated uh, nurse practitioner thing. So you're like, you get your doctorate in nurse practitioning. So it's like okay. a year to be your RN and then you work in an ICU for one or two years and then you go into CRNA school which is like you're certified registered nurse anesthetic so you just put people to sleep before surgery so it's a chill job but just unfortunately with medicine it's a lot of schooling and qualifications and licensing so. awesome awesome so taking taking part of that and stuff and taking part of your experience I want you to kind of focus a little bit onto that you know, medical field here. Um, what aspects of, you know, athletics in, in swimming, you think, or, you know, athletics in previous experience transition really well to your STEM field here, right? And so in, in your medical schooling or, or some jobs, what thing, things or characteristics of athletics have been really helpful maybe? Um, definitely patience you know (laughs) patience play a big big part of medicine you know because i'm used to those little kids that are four years old screaming kicking around because i've taught swim lessons you know like i'm used to the parents screaming at me because i've i've been like a coach you know and i've also taught at swim lessons you know and like just being a swimmer too and like having coaches and i don't know i think being athletics like how much discipline it gives you but this is strictly just from perspective because i'm a swimmer you know but I mean, a sport where you're training 45 plus weeks out of the year, you're definitely going to learn some discipline. And yeah, I don't know. Like, I think it just really comes along with like respect, um, respect for people who are higher than you, because a lot of medicine is like, no matter where you start, it's straight up hierarchical bias. You know, you have always have someone above you unless you're like a hospital administrator, you know, but at that point, I think you probably still have someone above you, but um yeah you learn a little you learn a lot about respect and like kind of knowing your place and knowing what you're good at knowing what you're not good at kind of reaching out for help um because that's you know swimming 
that's I take that from experience. You know, like like I said, I used to be a coach, and you have swimmers asking you about like proper technique stuff. Like you know this too. You know, being a coach and stuff, being a fellow swimmer and stuff like that. You're just trying to do whatever you can to try and perfect your craft and get better at what you care about. You know, so it comes along with your career too because it's something that makes you money. It's something that you kind of have to care about. So. Yeah, I mean, it, you just learn the team atmosphere. You kind of learn to deal with people. You learn to deal, deal with people that you really like. And you learn how to deal with people that you unfortunately just cannot see eye to eye with, but you still have to be locked in a room with, basically. So, Right, yeah, getting along with, with some of those people. And I'll tell you, you know, me and you got really similar experiences and stuff with not only being on a large swim team, you know, with 75-plus people on there and also coaching, you know, finding ways to motivate people and, and finding ways to, to challenge your teammates and challenge maybe your swimmers and, and really get them to have fun and, and work well with you is, is sometimes the hardest part, right? It's not, it, it really doesn't matter like the swimming or, or, you know, the weight workout or, you know, the technique it's like, okay, how do I motivate these people? Right. And so I love that you said that it's perfect. So maybe moving on, um, you know, what are some challenges that you might have experienced while, you know, working to your degree, uh, your, your undergrad, um, that correlated to maybe some on-field cha challenges or solutions? So kind of moving maybe away from the athletics part uh, and some stuff that you might have learned in your class. Um, what, are, what are some stuff you're applying right now with assisted li living? Um, to be honest with you, like, I apply maybe a handful of things based off the knowledge that I learned in like science classes and anything else in college, like very, very, like not few, but not as much as I will be later on, you know? So like, I'll give you a story and I don't think I'm not violating HIPAA information. Cause it's just like, I'm just going to tell you a story about like someone it was a, and then um, it was just like, you know, just not like, not like saved his life, you know, but definitely helped the guy out. Cause he was just, um, he was a man, older man, and he was just having a bunch of breathing problems and kind of sounded like he was spitting up a bunch of stuff. And I just remember from one class, you know, it was just this weird day that I just asked this weird question about a professor. I was just like, it was a question about pneumonia. And I was just like, is there a way where like an elderly person can kind of, cause I've noticed like, cause I've worked like assisted living before and the thing you kind of notice is like a lot of people breathe really weirdly because they need help it's like a very labored breath so it sounds like they're constantly like spitting stuff up and like you know basically like inhaling it back in so um I just told one of the nurses to like check it out and it turned out he had like a really bad version of like aspiration pneumonia so that was cool I mean like that was just like that could happen to anybody but like it was just kind of a freak incident that made me think like oh you know like paying attention that one day like did some good you know that's cool that you get to look back at, at a little story you know it's weird how we remember little bits and pieces of, of a class that we found interesting or that we asked a question and you know a lot of it kind of goes over our head and, and you might need to review it and I'm sure you'll review it um, once you start school up again right you know it, that's going to be a whole nother animal and and applying that background information but I like that you said that, you know, your job kind of makes you think maybe a, a little bit more pra practically like, yeah. okay, how do I, you know, problem solve maybe, right? Would you say problem solving is something that is, 
used a lot maybe maybe in athletics or oh yeah, uh, yeah. i mean you got a bunch of different minds kind of clashing at the same time you know yeah yeah has a lot of problems when like i don't know basically like a bunch of people are feeling the emotions of what it means to be a swimmer you know how much you got to train so there's a lot of frustrations and emotions that can be like tossed at someone in leadership you know but I mean, that's normal. People feel how they feel. But yeah, there is a lot of problem solving involved with being on a, you know, in a team atmosphere and kind of doing athletics and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. So this this one's going to be a really funny question, but was there ever a time that you had some doubts about ability to complete your your degree or even even now um, thinking mm -hmm. forward and stuff? And uh, what are some ways you kind of overcame that? And, and I'll tell a real quick story to everyone. You know, I'll, I'll see Justin in the library a lot. And so especially this past year, he was doing organic chem. Um, and I I was like him and Breck, another guy on our team, um, shout out Breck, I guess. <laughs> but uh, both doing organic chem and spending some really long hours in the library. And I'm, I'm taking that class th this year. But it's one of those things. It's like I, I'm sure multiple times you guys felt the pressure and stress of that class. It's just a hard class. But um really I saw you guys just working together really well and both two swimmers and both awesome hardworking guys. So maybe, maybe some of those challenges, describe some of those challenges and how you kind of persevered even with athletics and school and other classes, you know? Man, I think anybody who's a STEM major that hasn't ever doubted completing their degree is not really a STEM major, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I, at one point, you know, cause it's just, it's not a challenge. It's not hard. It's not, you're not, because in a way, like you with the STEM degree and any degree, you know, like you earn that degree, you do the work, like you put in the man hours and stuff like that. And you like, you perform how you need to perform. And I don't know now, yeah, that, yeah, that you'd like, now that you referenced OCHEM, I remember just, yeah, there were some man hours put into yeah. that class, Breck and I, especially just studying for those exams. So anybody watching us taking OCHEM right now, just be patient, you know, right? just right. head down in your own lane like if somebody tells you you're doing something wrong go ask the professor do not ask them <laughs> <laughs> it's a good good way to check yourself i agree yeah. <laughs> if the professor is showing you the right way to do it then he can't tell you that you're wrong on a test if you do it the way that they showed you you know i got you i got you protect and that, that leads sorry go ahead no i just said protect your neck you know protect your neck in college <laughs> i agree i agree um, and that really leads really well into one of our last questions. If you could give, you know, a piece of advice to some athletes and STEM majors right now across the country, you know, what, what would that be? Or what, what would be some maybe helpful tips that really helped you get in through uh, uh, your undergrad? Um, keep in mind that it's your life, you know, um, whether like what your parents say, what your coaches say, what your friends say, like bottom line is it's your life stick to what you want to do being in athletics as well as also a personal choice but don't take advantage of that you know because you're in a position of where you are because you're good at something and it gives you a massive advantage on a pool of applicants that you're going to face in the future if you do possess the want and like need to go to some sort of graduate school or like postgraduate school you know so um yeah i mean just be careful <laughs> don't do anything stupid yeah, but I, it is kind of relative, you know, I guess you won't know it's stupid until it actually happens. 
Yeah, you learn you learn a lot from from sure. freshman to senior year. I think that's that's a there's a big curve there, and you mature as a person, right? So experiences the bad ones and the good ones, you know. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, any anything else that you think you would like to add about maybe um, maybe maybe some good motivation for those you know maybe in a gap year the same way as you right now um, getting ready for, for school this within the next year. Um, what's some good motivation to keep your mind, you know, in track and stay focused on, on what you're trying to do. Um, like I said, don't listen to anybody except yourself, but consider the opinions of people around you. Um, care about other people care about yourself. Um, yeah, taking care of yourself. That's something that athletes, I, I think, have a hard time with. You know, they're like, okay, I got to do this. I got to I gotta stay organized. I got to go from one task to the next. And I'm, I'm always moving. I'm always rolling. And I think, you know, your, your me time kind of comes last, right? And, and focusing and, on yourself. Yeah, so, I mean, per the older you get, the less time you kind of have to yourself. And yeah, I mean, it just comes with working. It just comes with life. You know, you're kind of just you're like a evolving stress ball basically. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> depending on what you can do, it just kind of, it's a subjective matter on how many hits you can take, you know? So. Right. Um, and gotta find ways to de-stress. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. You know there, yeah. Like you said, there's always, there's always ways to enjoy life. You just got to find what you like to do. You know, I can tell you all like how I find happiness and things, but I mean, it's really just kind of a subjective opinion at some point, you know, you got to, you got to find what really makes you happy, you know, because whether or not you were on like a sports team and it wasn't like an individual sport necessarily, like you were on your own in a way, you know, at some point. So. Right. Right. Well, Colorado does a good job of keeping us busy. And, they do. And it's, it's awesome just going out and enjoying the environment. And so. Mm -hmm. Lots of stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you, Justin, again, for your time today. Um, and thank you for the audience for tuning in to this episode of Champions for Life. Uh, be lookout on the next episode coming soon. And, um, you know, we, we hope to hear from everyone soon. And, and thank you.